0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Triggered Episode number 415 here on Thursday, November 10th. Obviously, we did not have a celebratory well, episode. I voted this for year.
1: Democrats, so I'm having a great year. Well, beer,
0: apparently, because just kidding. there's not much to celebrate. <laughs> no, there's not. Uh, there was no red wave. We still have not clinched the House majority as of this recording. Uh, fingers crossed that we will. We're going to yeah, get into that in a second. Slog. But even if we do, it will be just barely. Uh, the Senate has a glimmer of hope, but not great either. We need to win two of three races from Nevada, Arizona, and the Georgia runoff. Nevada looks okay, but I wouldn't say that Laxalt's in a great position to win. He is ahead currently, but we all know how this can go. Uh, Arizona's looking more difficult for Masters, even though Lake may pull it out there. They're taking ten fucking years to count these ballots, uh which we all know yeah. can and will lead to shenanigans 560,000
1: um, outstanding. Yeah. Like that's like it's uh, that, unreal. Like what um, the hell's going on out
0: there? I have a rant about a lot of things which we're going to get to uh but first I wanted to take a look through some of the results. So let's go. Um let's start off with governor cuz that's a lot easier, okay? Uh, <laughs> We'll get to the hard stuff. Florida, tremendous win for DeSantis. Yeah. Tremendous win for DeSantis. In terms of a red tsunami, it was only in Florida. Uh, almost 20 points. Florida was the only state that had sanity yeah, in this that's, election. that's true. Um, um, there will be no elected statewide Democrats for the first time since Reconstruction.
1: Yeah, that's after, pretty impressive. After this election. So there was a red wave in Florida, yeah.
0: but that's about it. Um, otherwise governors, you know, nothing really all that unexpected, nearly all the incumbents won in Nevada. The Republican challenger is winning, but we don't know what that'll be yet. Yeah. Like we said, Carrie Lake may pull it out in Arizona. I think she'll probably be actually the slight favorite to pull it out as of now, but she's running five points ahead of Blake Masters. So, you know, that's, uh, that is what it is there. Uh, so yeah, the governor race is not a ton of surprises. Uh, we weren't able to take any of the Midwestern blue wall states. Laura Kelly uh, survived in Kansas, which which is is outrageous. These fucking weird Midwest states like that. Brian Kemp won down in Georgia by a semi comfortable eight points. So yeah, let's go on to the Senate. Senate. So, start. We're gonna start northeast all the way to the west because the west is where things are still undecided, and that's the most interesting conversation. So. Up in New Hampshire, Bolduc got demolished. Got crushed. Okay. Yeah. Basically, the recurring theme of this entire thing is that if a candidate ran a very good campaign, they did pretty well, even in blue areas. Like, for example, you wrote about this as one mm-hmm. of your races. Yeah. Tom Keene Tom in Keen, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. He, in he, a, yeah, he, he clipped uh, Tom Malinowski. In a Biden plus 11, 11 district. Yeah. Tom Keene ran a very good campaign. He did. Anyone that sat around and expected the red wave to carry them to victory, or anyone that was not that strong of a candidate lost. Lost, yeah. That's oh, basically the recurring
1: theme. If you want to go across the uh, into New York there, there's a sweep in Staten Island. Uh, well we're in on the Senate. Oh, oh, Senate oh sorry.
0: Oh sorry, the Senate. I yeah. was just making the yeah. point oh, that gotcha. there are yeah. races oh. you could pick <laughs> out <laughs> yeah. that yeah. where the candidate ran a very good race yeah. and didn't just sit on their ass. No. They they did well. Yeah. Right. Even in blue areas. Yeah. Oh, no, you're absolutely uh, right about
1: the uh, I think far too many relied on the national mood.
0: Yeah. And, you know, there's still fundamentals of campaigning
1: that need tending to.
0: Yeah. Um J.D. Vance in Ohio won. I thought he yeah. ran a pretty good campaign yeah. and he did very well there. I mean, Ohio is a red state. Yeah. So, you know, that was expected. Yeah. Um, he won by about seven points. So that was pretty much in the range we were expecting down in North Carolina. Ted Bud, Bud won. By uh three and a half points, so yeah. pretty decent as far as North Carolina that's, standards.
1: That's go. great for North Carolina Republicans given the, the dynamics of the state. You know, it's well it's, and given the dynamics of this overall race. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's evenly split regarding, you know, Democratic Republican registrations. The state usually isn't decided until the last two weeks. Of the an blue area is
0: voted strong in North yeah. Carolina. The research which, triangle, yeah, you Which, which worry took about out that. some of our red seats, which we're gonna get to in the House in a second. Yeah. Down in Florida, Marco won by uh, almost 17 points over Val Oof. Demings. Uh, you know, he was carried on DeSantis' coattails uh, quite a bit, I think. Um, but remember, we were told that race that was Val Demings yeah. was going to win. I
1: was never – I never broke a sweat over
0: yep. Marco Rubio's re-election chances. We're going to save the Georgia runoff. Yeah. Um, our man John Kennedy down in Louisiana won handily, so that was nice. Oh, my uh, God. That is, he got 60% of the vote? Yeah, 60%. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Um, what else do we got here as far as consistency? Chuck Grassley races? pulled out a squeaker. <laughs> 13 <laughs> points. We remember we were told that that was close. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I loved how, dude,
0: in the beginning when Michael Franken, the, the Democratic opponent, was up like 15, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Even, every, likely are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, up in Wisconsin, Ron Johnson Ron only John. won by one point. That was very close up there. Yeah. Well, I think. Uh, we um, almost I, lost that yeah. one. Yeah. I um, think Milwaukee had a stronger showing then. And, uh, yeah, projected. I'm sure there was some funny business going yeah. on there for sure. Let's see what other states. Uh, Mike Lee won by 14 out in Utah, so that was, we were correct that on. That was another race where everyone had, remember, he was like only up three. Remember yeah. that? And
1: everyone was panicking.
0: Patty Murray won by 13 in Washington, so yeah. clearly that red wave did not materialize there. So now we get to, oh, well, let's talk about Alaska first. Remember, ranked choice voting. Yeah. Uh, Chewbacca's in the lead currently. They've only counted 70% of the votes. Remember, once it goes to rank choice, then they reshuffle the lower votes other than the the top two candidates. Uh, but it will be a Republican seat. That's confirmed. It's either going to be Chewbacca or Murkowski. Uh, fingers Hopefully crossed. Hopefully it's Chewbacca. Finger, yeah, I'm not... I'm, I think that... The 9% of Dem vote is going to go to Murkowski mostly, and she'll probably end up just eking it out. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, that's just where I think it's going to go. F- so. I,
1: what kind of – again, I
0: know we've talked about Certainly this better than a Democrat. No, but, but, but like, I'm talking about the ranked choice voting. Yeah, like, what retarded. type of
1: Mickey Mouse system is this? We'll save that for The person day. who I'm not voting for
0: gets – my vote no, well, if but it goes you, to another round. No, but you have to choose them as a second choice. That's ridiculous. If you, that is ridiculous, you have the option not to choose a second choice, which yeah. means then that your vote gets thrown away. That's fucking ridiculous. Uh, we'll save that for another day. I mean, I'm yeah, sure. That, yeah. That's yeah. Like, we'll, like, what is a school
1: president? We like. get
0: we got to zoom through these. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about here. So Nevada, okay, Waxalt's salt's in the lead currently. Yay. However, however, ninety percent in. I see. Estimated. Ooh. Estimated. There is a lot of votes still to be counted. Yeah. There's a lot of votes still to be counted in Clark County. Nobody knows the makeup of those votes. Yeah. Which no is... one knows if they are early, or if they are election day. Yeah. Uh, which makes a huge difference. Yeah. Uh, as far as the split between the two, there are some royal counties. Laxalt seems to think he's gonna win. That's what I've heard from insiders. Yeah. But, yeah. but barring a miracle, if you if you game this out it's going to be within a few tenths of a percentage point either direction. Yeah, so, and the longer they take to the count these, they say it's going to take into next week. Yeah. Hold on to your butts, everybody. I mean, this is ridiculous. I know. Uh, we're going to talk about the vote counting ridiculousness in a minute. Yeah. Down in Arizona, same thing. Looks like Lake is going to win like we talked about there, but Blake Masters is running 5 points behind her if the remaining vote in in, in mostly in Maricopa I think it's 415,000 of the 600,000 votes remaining is in Maricopa, right? It's mostly what they call, quote, election day votes, but, which obviously would favor us. Yeah. But the caveat here, in Arizona, there's this fugazi system where if you have a early voting ballot, right, yeah. a mail ballot, you can drop that ballot off at the polling location, the day of the election. Okay? So we don't know. Obviously, people who go to the polls on election day vote are heavy R. Right? So that's good for us. But we don't know necessarily the makeup of those 290,000 votes that were dropped off on the day of the election. Yeah, that's great. So, (laughs) that's another crapshoot. Yeah. It's going to be close. Now... (laughs) If we can take Nevada and Arizona, we have control. And the runoff would not determine control. But my guess, if I just had to make a prediction here, which who knows, my predictions have been totally wrong because they were based on false polls and assumptions and all kinds of bullshit that we're going to get to in a second. I guess we barely squeak out a win in Nevada, which guarantees at least 50-50 but we lose Arizona just barely, and then it goes to the runoff for control. Which, who could have guessed that? It's a nightmare. It's
1: 2020 all
0: over again. Um, But, that being said about the runoff, we would have won if not for the libertarian piece of shit in that race. So, you know, that's yeah. the usual for us. I do think that Herschel has a chance. But, I'd say it's probably, if I had to... Odds make this now about 65% chance that Warnock wins that. Now, could to- be totally wrong. Have been quite wrong this cycle because of the bad data going into my prediction engine. But we'll see what happens there. Do you think Trump announcing on the fifteenth uh, could adversely impact We're our Very possibly. We're gonna save yeah, the Trump discussion yeah, 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 for the end because there's a lot to talk I about. I wasn't gonna there. go in there, and just tease me because yeah. we're talking about it, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just saying. Um a lot of people are trying to persuade him to hold off on an announcing. Yeah. We'll see if that effort works. Um so that's the lay of the land in the Senate. Glimmer of hope, not not by any means the red wave that should have been. Yeah. Um we still have a chance. But I wouldn't say it's a great chance.
1: Yeah, I would.
0: It could totally fall our way, but yeah. when does that ever happen? I know, right? Keep
1: ah um, uh, keep 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 that betting money in your pocket.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about the house.
1: Oh look at that.
0: Uh, well yeah, when you lay out the land, obviously it looks red. It looks great. It's, it, look at it, all yeah, that red. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course you know it's the blue cities that have all the the seats, and that's how the Dems rack up their numbers. Yeah. As of the recording of this at five o'clock on Thursday. The count is 210 Republican, 193 Democrat. I think there is something like 40 seats or 35 seats to be called still. Uh, The Republicans lead in a decent number of them. But if no lead changes occur, right, if everything lands exactly the way it is currently, it would be 221 to 214. Okay. Mm. So we would have essentially a three-seat to four-seat majority. Um, Whew. there was a lot of, uh, candidates that lost that should have won. There's a lot of, uh, red seats that actually, uh, lost or are way closer than they should have been. Um, one that comes to mind when we talked about North Carolina, yeah. uh, Bo Hines Bo down Hines. in North Carolina. He lost. Uh, that was, I think, an R plus eight Yeah. I, I believe that was
1: Ted Budd's old district. Yeah. Now.
0: Yeah. Um, so we did not perform well in the House at all, and there's, I think, a lot of people to blame for that, and we're gonna, we're gonna get to that in a second. But yeah, overall, very disappointing election evening. It was a failure. Uh, I,
1: I, I, I don't believe the spin that some on our side are, are trying to distribute here regarding, um, you know, glimmers of hope. It, it was a failure, given the, the well, climate and the, the... The conditions, the political conditions that, you know, were fertile ground for a wave and nothing happened.
0: No wave was generated. And it's just... There's a, a difference between a glimmer of hope of still having control and yeah, and was, yeah, gaslighting know. about what happened. <laughs> and what we saw yesterday from <laughs> Ronna McDaniel on Fox, and this is how we're going to start yeah. my whole segment. I well, guess. it was it was disgraceful. Total disgrace. It was It was bad. Roll that clip, Mr. Producer. This is a good night for Republicans, and anybody saying otherwise is just wrong. When you win the game, you don't say, oh, did you win it by one point or two points? You won the game. We just won the Super Bowl last night. Nancy Pelosi will no longer have the gavel, and it will be in the hands of Kevin McCarthy, and that is good for the American people. We won the Super Bowl? Yeah, I know. I mean,
1: is she, I mean, did she do a line of coke before this hit? Like, you gotta be kidding me. We won
0: the Super Bowl? I mean, and then she said that the RNC and her never used the term red wave. Well, that could be
1: discounted in a quick Google search.
0: <laughs> well, Twitter search. Twitter search, yeah. There's about a hundred tweets between her and the RNC about a red wave. Who's ready for the red wave? That's the one that stuck out to me. Okay. <laughs> the dozens. And it turns out that our concerns back in August and the beginning of September and even into mid-September about the campaign apparatuses. Remember how we talked about how they were total failures and put things in cruise control? They were completely fucking everything up and that we were hoping it was going to be the grassroots to save us. And there's a question about whether maybe the red wave talk was so much that people stayed home. I don't necessarily know that that's true. I don't agree with that. Republican turnout in deep red areas was down. But I actually attribute that to the failure of these people. Because they're the ones that are being paid to run the professional campaign apparatuses and the the get-out-the-vote machine. We both worked for several campaigns, for parties. We know how this works. Yeah. Right? You have to do things to win. Yeah, I mean, like, that sounds like the most simple yeah. statement ever, yeah. but... But you, you, you just can't sit back. There's a picture that came out of, of, uh, and I have a big bone to pick with NRCC and Tom Emmer, and everybody yeah. knows I hate him and them. There's a picture came out of them partying, laughing it up, having a good time this past Saturday, essentially celebrating what they thought was going to be an easy win, Yeah. when they should have been working to ensure that these things were all taken Everything care of. Everything was... You know,
1: well organized.
0: And it was a total failure from the RNC, Ronna McDaniel, the NRCC, Tom Emmer, the NRSC, and fucking uh, Yacht Rick Scott, who was in his fucking yacht back in August when he should have been worrying about the Senate races in this fucking country. Right? We talked about that plenty. All of these people failed you. They failed us. They failed the Republican voters in what should have been an easy election. This win. is a layup. A layup. And so, uh, because of recording time today, Spencer couldn't join us today, but we're going to have him back on last week. But he wrote a column today on this very issue, and I wanted to read this to you because it's well-worded and summarizes exactly what I've been thinking. When it comes to the midterms losers, there's RNC chairwoman Rhonda McDaniel, NRCC chairman Tom Emmer, NRSC chairman Rick Scott, and former President Donald Trump. And we're going to get to the Trump thing in a minute. After hearing what they said in the first 10 months of 2022, and then watching the results come in since Tuesday, one can only ask, what were these Republicans doing? What the heck happened in the Border District House seats that the supposedly easy pickup seats in Virginia, the gubernatorial races that saw GOP challengers seeking to topple unpopular Democrats who failed their citizens during COVID and have overseen a surge in violent crime. But now facing calls from Republican voters and probably more than a few of their own candidates for some accountability, these Republican leaders are doubling down on their inexplicable actions and seemingly trying to make things even worse for themselves. On Fox News, Wednesday afternoon, Ronnie McDaniel, the clip we just played for you, claimed the RNC never used the term red wave in 2022 before confusingly saying a red wave did happen. But in fact, the RNC did refer to a coming red wave and Tuesday definitely did not see that happen. Just a cursory search of the GOP and McDaniel's tweets find numerous examples of red wave hype being used. So why claim that they never raised hopes of a red wave? When it comes to the committees tasked with securing, protecting, and expanding GOP majorities in Congress, we've already covered how Rick Scott was on a yacht in Italy in August while the NRSC was running low on funds just as voters began tuning into the midterm races. Was that a result of misplaced confidence, the wrong priorities, just poor planning? For Tom Emmer's part, what was he doing when directing NRCC funds to make three last-minute six-figure ad buys in congressional districts that Biden carried by 20 points? Why not make targeted buys to ensure that more within-reach toss-up districts were going to flip red on election night? Of course, as the polls closed and races were called, it became clear Republicans were not going to see a red wave sweep through the Biden plus 20 districts. And Emmer's efforts did not see much pickup in many of the toss-up districts that could have benefited from more funding in the midterm campaign's final days. And we talked about those ad buys, right? Yeah. So if they were doing their job, they would have seen what was going to happen here. Opposite Emmer's efforts to expand the GOP's congressional map into what became inconceivable territory, Democrat campaign groups triaged their battle map, made some tough choices when it came to allocating ad money, and were able to hold the GOP to a margin so slim that we still don't know for certain who will control the House. Why was the NRCC throwing money at long-shot races instead of shoring up GOP incumbents and spending money in more winnable districts? Then there was House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy. As Vespa reported, McCarthy's victory speech, right? Yeah. You kind of have to have victory to have a victory speech. Came more than six hours after he told supporters to be at a D.C. party to celebrate what he promised would be a decisive victory for Republicans. Vespa noted the remarks were beyond tone deaf when around 2 a.m. on Wednesday, McCarthy finally showed his face and promised, quote, when you wake up tomorrow, we will be in the majority and Nancy Pelosi will be in the minority. But by the time most Americans woke up on Wednesday, that still was not the case. By the time, and and this is me adding this, by the time we went to bed last night, it was not the case. By the time we woke up this morning, it was not the the case. case. By the time we're sitting here 5 p.m. on Thursday recording, not the case. I don't think it's going to be the case when we wake up tomorrow morning, but maybe, maybe Kevin McCarthy will be right three fucking days later. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, Last but certainly not least is Trump. What on earth was he doing Tuesday night into Wednesday morning when he made a celebratory post on Truth Social cheering a, quote, great evening? And I have a major problem with that. We're going to talk about that in a second. Where was Trump's financial support across the country after his endorsements helped push primary candidates through to the general election? He bragged about how much he fundraised for the midterm candidates, but the amount he spent was a fraction of what his PACs brought in. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah. After Tuesday night and the rest of this week's results, Republican voters and conservative activists are deeply disappointed and have growing questions about how so many leaders in the national GOP apparatus got so far ahead of themselves only to deliver an overall abysmal outcome in a year that should have been easy to win. For those same leaders to now flippantly try to skate by without acknowledging their role in what went wrong won't fly It's time for answers on what Republican leaders were doing in the run-up to Tuesday, and it's time for answers on what Republicans are doing now to make sure this doesn't happen again. A lot of stuff to unpack there. We've talked at length, I think, about how much McCarthy sucks, how he shouldn't be speaker. We've talked about how uh, no one seems to want to challenge him, and that seems to be the case. They're all lining up for their own little jobs now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Steve Scalise won't challenge him to be speaker even though he should Jim Banks won't challenge him to be speaker even though he should At least Stefanik won't challenge him to be speaker even though he should But there is some hope from the House Freedom Caucus uh, There may be uh, enough votes there Depending on how big the majority is There may be enough votes there to scuttle McCarthy on the first vote And we may get a challenger to rise up um, But we're going to have a couple months to talk about that at this point If If we get the majority What I want to talk about now is Trump because everybody knows we're Trump guys. Yeah. Trump fans, voted for him, enthusiastically supported him. Twice. We're planning on supporting him in 24. And what he did on Tuesday night and in the uh, – I guess we're at what, 72 – no, 48 hours since the election. I don't know. It feels like it's been six fucking months. it's been like nine years what he's done has been nothing short of totally disappointing, disgraceful, uh, totally tone-deaf. He is right there with them as far as being tone-deaf on the outcome of this. Um, and what finally got me, and I will say that I now am, am Team DeSantis. Um, I was planning on supporting Trump for 24 um, but what he did on Tuesday night pissed me off to no length. Yeah. Doing As bad. we were getting knifed and bleeding out on the floor, he went on Truth Social and tweeted about how it was a, quote, great evening. Okay? Mm. Great evening. That, for me, is so—and you may say, oh, well, that's just a small thing. No, it is a, it is a sign of a bigger issue— That he doesn't see our overall success as important. He only sees his overall success as important. And he'll say that he had great success in his endorsements. And he went, quote, 174 and 9. Right? Yep. Well, those 9 were very important. Yeah. Okay? Four of them were Senate candidates in major races in a key year. Okay. And then, and this was already on the heels of him bashing DeSantis the day before the election, right? Which I think we talked about a little bit on Tuesday, not much. Then he goes and bashes, oh, well, I got more votes than DeSantis. Okay. Well, DeSantis won by 20 today, right? And he's still tweeting ridiculous, or not tweeting, truthing, or whatever the fuck you call it. Yeah. Ridiculous shit. And it's pretty clear now. That, especially given what we're going to talk about with the money, uh, that in my opinion, if we want to win in 2024, it has to be Ron DeSantis. And that's not to say that I don't like Trump. I still love Trump. I think he's hilarious. I think he can be a great asset to us in raising money, in holding rallies, and doing all kinds of great things. I just don't think he should be the candidate for 2024. There's going to be plenty of time to debate this. Yeah. I'm curious your thoughts. Yeah.
1: Um, Well, I didn't like how he was compared. I mean, you talk about the great evening, him comparing his Florida vote tallies to DeSantis that night. Like, mm -hmm. it's just not healthy. Yeah. And I think, you know, the first couple cycles without him, you know, when people are like, well, Trump is, you know, kind of toxic to the brand, I kind of shrugged. Uh, This was a rather explicit case Mm -hmm. that down ticket. He's still very much in the minds of a lot of voters, and with that, these types of antics, they're they're, they're they 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 have just had it. Even the most ardent Republican, ardent Trump supporters that I follow on Twitter were also like, "What is this guy doing?" Yeah. You know. The act is old. Was, I mean, the I, act I, is old. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was hoping that he, would, you know, you have to get more discipline now. Yeah. You're the former president. You are the leader of the party still until right. we get a new nominee in twenty twenty four. Act like it. Right. There's a there's a level of maturity. That is that is lacking, and and you know I used to give him a pass because you know I'm biased and I'm pro Trump, but now it's like you know what this was a very winnable election for us, mm-hmm. incredibly. This is like 2016, and to be fair, you know I for don't- Democrats, like you know we had every single indicator going at our backs that could have generated a a decisive and brutal defeat for Joe Biden and the Democrats, and it never happened because I think that down ticket. There are a lot of, and I'm I'm going back to you know the Democrats' favorite voting block, single unmarried women who 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 were looking at this guy, and yeah. they came out to vote. Um, young voters were also undersampled; they came yeah, out to vote. Yeah. Um, is it because? And they're
0: all indoctrinated crazy. Yeah, yeah, crazy lives. they are social
1: good. media, you know, as much, and, and Trump's on social media all the time. They or 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 they see new liberal media articles about his truth social activity, mm-hmm. so they were plugged in. And you know what? It just we have to win in 2024 and I'm not willing to gamble anymore on Mr. Trump bringing the zest and energy that that he has brought to the party. Sometimes waves, you know, come and go, like the Tea Party wave. It comes and goes. After two cycles, it just, you know, it evolves into something else. And Trump came in, he I think he was the only candidate who could have beaten Hillary Clinton in 2016 given the situation. I will always love him for that. Thank God. Because Lord knows this country probably would have been long destroyed if Hillary ever got in there. Yeah. But you know what? Now it's time to maybe pass the mantle.
0: And he can go and enjoy his retirement. Well, he's not going to be retired. I mean, that's a pipe dream. But you know, you know what I mean. Here's the thing. I will say. I'm, I'm just there's, worried. There's a few different things here. And there. this is a complex situation, right? Yeah. You have... The DC establishment, right? The Kevin McCarthy's, McConnell's, Emmer, yeah, Scott, yeah, yeah. trying to lay the blame for this election at the feet of Trump, well, which I do not no, agree with, no, right? No, 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 no. If I were to assign a split for blame, it's about 85, 15, yeah. 15 going to Trump. Yeah. And the 15 going to Trump is not for specifically things he has said. It's for things he didn't do, which he said he was going to do. Yeah. And that's the money thing. And we're going to get to that Kinda in a like second. Kind the
1: all talk, no action criticism right.
0: that he used to lob, right? And, and, you know, like I said, it's not about not liking Trump. I love Trump still. I think he's fucking hilarious. He's awesome. Yeah. But I'm not but, willing to throw away a
1: presidential election because of that.
0: But, right. It's yeah. we have a rising star in the party, DeSantis, yeah. who won by 20 points in Florida. Yeah. Which... Never had an election larger than 10 points. Yeah, that's unreal. Okay? Yeah. In in a swing state, a battleground state, won Miami-Dade County with Hispanics. Won Palm Beach County. Okay? These are things you could brush to the side. And for, at this point, right, to support Trump, you know, unless DeSantis doesn't run, which seems unlikely, to support Trump, we'd have to either... Not support DeSantis or even attack DeSantis. And I'm not willing to attack our rising star, who was the star of this 2022 election, for for Trump, who, you know, like I said in the past, had to prove that he would be worthy of our support here for a third time. Yeah. Right? I get that he's pissed off about 2020 still. I'm pissed off yeah. about 2020 And, I, and I'm still
1: pissed off about the Mar-a-Lago raid.
0: They stole the election. Yeah. We know it, right? But like I said many mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. before, you have to channel that into a argument that could be made, yeah. right? And uh, the colonel has made
1: a good point about that. Yeah. You know, about moving on. Like, no one cares. You lost. Okay? Well, and it's also, what are you going to do about it? After It's but you pass you, election integrity law.
0: Exactly. Right? Exactly. You, you,
1: you run on a platform... You know that that's the platform. That's how you channel that energy, and 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 anger over over what happened in twenty twenty. Not get up there and bitch and moan and stuff. Because I mean, even the most ardent Trumpy, well, even the most ardent Republican doesn't want to hear about what happened in the past.
0: Right, like it's over. It's and, over. and, it's, and you I can't get, turn back the clock. Listen, uh, it's, listen. It's, yeah, it's, I get sucks. that he's pissed. Yeah. Listen, if I had an election stolen from me, yeah. I'd be pissed too. But yet it, we we've seen now that just holding the Democrats up and how they're destroying this country it's not is not enough. It's not enough. And that we need to lay out a plan, a policy laden plan yeah. for the future. Yeah. And DeSantis is extremely strong at that. Yeah. And you see the, you know, you see the people who are the closest to Trump, right? Even Kaylee McEnany Yeah. Right. Said he should announce next week. Now she didn't say he shouldn't run for president, and that's fair, yeah. but he shouldn't announce next week. There's no sign that he's going to postpone his announcement on Tuesday. that's yeah, not. Right? We will have undecided Senate elections, and we have the runoff looming. Yeah. Right? And I'm not saying that, you know, he can't run for president. I, I think I would say I wish he wouldn't at this point, and I wish he would enthusiastically endorse DeSantis. But to call DeSantis Ron De Sanctimonious, what exactly— does that refer to? I think
1: he's talking about the lockdown. I don't know.
0: The lockdowns? I don't know. Because, the because, because, because Trump
1: also backed lockdowns initially. So it's well, like, no, I no, don't know. No, 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 yeah. he,
0: he, I think he's saying that Trump was right about the lockdowns, when in reality, Trump was wrong about the yeah, lockdowns. Yeah. Trump was the cheerleader for Fauci. If he really wants to litigate this COVID stuff, oh, yeah. I don't know that's not going to yeah, go well for him. Let's,
1: let's not go down that road. Yeah. So
0: I just don't understand what Trump is thinking. And, you know, you could only make excuses for it for so long before you say, you know what, it's just time to move on.
1: Yeah. And, and by the way, that, that that Ron DeSantis line fell flat. Everyone was like, what Everyone
0: was like, like, what the fuck like, you do? Yeah, what are and you not doing? And not only that, the night before the election. Yeah. Right? Wasn't yeah. that like the night or two days before the election? a like couple days, yeah. 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 In an election in which DeSantis was running— in the state Trump lives in, yeah, I know, and then Trump voted for him, yeah. I know. So like, what are you doing? You take, it's like, come on, man. we if we're gonna win this election against the, the headwinds of the entire media against us, the fucking DOJ, you know, the, uh, the social media, the entire institution, all of left. it. You
1: have to be professional, focused, and you know, not like a bull
0: in a china closet. It d- doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore. I think it could work for certain things, but not all the time, right? Like there has to be, okay, well, what are we going to do to fix the country, right? You were a great president, President Trump, but what can we do going forward and how are you going to lead us to victory, right? Because remember, we talked about this before, it's not for granted that you were going to have everyone's support, okay, even of the most ardent Trump people of which I am friends with many not just here in politics but people my friends elsewhere that I went to school with the die hard Trump supporters all in the past 3 days saying what the fuck is he doing
1: yeah yeah
0: and saying you know what and they all love Ron DeSantis but they were willing to support Trump now they're abandoning him yeah and he's done nothing to reassure People that would be willing to support him that we should. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's terrible because I, I really think that uh, another term of Trump, not only in 2020, but even maybe now, would have been, you know, great for the country. He was a great president, right? People say, oh, well, he would, you know, he was a Democrat before, but he was. The best conservative president of our lifetimes, yeah. right? You know, he isn't he, you know, Reagan before that, but of the modern time since two thousand, right? Better than George Bush, for sure, right? So, I don't know. It it's it's an incredibly tough thing. Uh, this debate's gonna get messy, and that's it's and, gonna and, get and nasty. That's, and that's
1: what I'm. And that's what I'm also worried about. We need to have this discussion about Trump's future in the in the Republican Party. But it's going to be messy because, like you said, you're going to have the establishment saying, well, look, see, we have to go back to, like, the era of the McCains and the Romneys to win again. I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, here – that's That's Those are two back-to-back losses, excuse me.
0: That's part (laughs) of the problem is that the establishment is trying to co-op DeSantis. Yeah. But DeSantis is not an establishment. He's not
1: going to do that, no.
0: No. DeSantis is a younger, more vibrant, more policy-rich – Candidate and disciplined, disciplined uh, version of Trump. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, well, DeSantis should be loyal to Trump because there would be no DeSantis without Trump. OK, sure. Probably you're right. There would be no Governor Ron DeSantis without Trump. But at some point and in in many things, this is true, not just politics. At some point, the student eventually becomes the master.
1: Yeah. And you and, still had to run
0: that very tough initial Initially, that very tough 2018 gubernatorial run. Well, but they're saying that he only won that because of Trump. Well, Which, sure, that's very possible. It was a blue, wave, on, was a blue but, wave
1: year down there. And said, whatever.
0: <laughs> but, but without the support of Trump yeah. in Florida, he wouldn't have won that. Yeah. I think that's very factual. I think that's very factual. But that doesn't mean that DeSantis should throw away a chance to lead the party and lead us to significant great victory in twenty four. To let Trump have his go at it for a third time, in which he's demonstrating, it's not exactly the most trustworthy bet. Yeah. Right, and we've talked about this before. Yeah. It's a gamble. Yeah. Right. I'm a gambling man. Yeah. But the the sure bet for our greatest chance is DeSantis. Yeah. And so. I guess
1: the money line winners would have been the people. Democrats and Joe Biden,
0: who I swear well, to God yeah. is the luckiest
1: man on the planet in the, but, in the history of American politics at this point.
0: But, <laughs> it, digging deep for a silver lining in this Tuesday's result, which still could end up with us having both both houses of Congress, but it should have been a slam dunk. Oh yeah, right? it should have been healthy majorities. But I mean, I, but the fact that we did not wipe them out, yeah, leads to the fact that Biden probably will run again, oh, yes. and will be their nominee. Which gives us even more of a golden opportunity. Yeah. So squandering that— Agreed. But my point is,
1: I don't think the—I mean, I hope, I mean, for the sake of the country, that conditions aren't worse than they are two years from now. They probably will be. But (laughs) if Joe Biden is able to survive with the current conditions we have now and basically have a healthy amount of Democrats on the Hill— Yeah, still
0: probably in the minority though.
1: I I still think that more people would vote for the the dementia rated man over Trump if it was a rematch in 24.
0: Very probable. But that's what I'm saying. That that is – That's what I'm saying. Are we really willing to gamble – I can't do that. Are we willing to gamble four more years of this on that? Yeah. Or do you take the strong horse? Yeah. Right? Um, And not to say that Trump is weak. Although I will say— I think he
1: weakened himself immensely, though. No,
0: no, no. Politically. 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 Yeah. I'm saying health-wise. Oh, uh, I'm not saying he's weak, but I will tell you that having watched hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of Trump rallies, he has certainly lost a step yeah. over where he was when he left office. Yeah. Not saying he's anywhere near the, the bad health of Biden. No. Right? Or the dementia or anything like that. No. But you could tell, yeah. right? There's just certain things that are not the same yeah. that they used to be. And
1: also, the 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 script really hasn't changed much. You know, it's like the same act. It's like Burt Wonderstone. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it's it, like it's it, like you know, like you know?
1: we get it, man. You have bravado, but And I like, still enjoy the what, greatest like, hits. Yeah, but like, what's you know, come on, like, like what, like what's next other than bitching about twenty twenty and being self destructive on Truth Social. And at this. And point, then eventually Twitter when he gets back, you know when
0: Elon unboxes unboxes account again, but. At this point, he's he's only digging his own, uh, he's only weakening himself. Yeah.
1: It's sad. It's actually a little sad to watch.
0: Yeah, because I think that he could have absolutely paraded to the nomination. He was looking at the favorite, right? Yeah, And like Kurt said, he always still needed to earn our our re-support for a third run, uh, even from his base. But now even the biggest Trump supporters are questioning, is that the right route? And I don't think it is at this point. And so I'm just making it open and known to the listeners of this podcast, and you may disagree with me, that I am pro DeSantis for 24 now. And that's going to be my position going forward. I'm backing the sure horse. And we don't know that it's a sure bet that he wins the presidency. But I think he's our best choice. Yeah. And He's there's clearly the strongest Republican that we have on our side now. There's also a lot less baggage. Well, yeah, of some course. of them. Now,
1: now, granted, the political baggage that that Trump is carrying is a lot of fagazi. Bullshit! You know, bullshit! Yeah, yeah. It's all political. Of we course, all get it. Of course, but you know. Us wasting less time and resources trying to ex- defend that and you know say it's bullshit the better. And let me we, we, we need a clean slate, right? Yeah. We need a clean. Let slate. Let me explain the other thing. I mean, I will support whoever is the nominee in twenty twenty four. Sure. Of course, of course. Of course. That's of course. a baseline. I'm ho- hopefully, our listeners know that from you know from the get go. Of course. But uh, we, it, it, it it's time to move on.
0: I think. I I hate the phrase. I hate that phrase too. I hate but- the phrase move on. It's time for something new. Yeah. It's time for our star to rise up. Yeah. And win in 24, he's ready. And give us 8 years. He's ready. He's he's by far the best governor. Yeah. Look at Florida's economic numbers. Look at their population growth. Look at the number of people that want to move to Florida because yeah. it is the red beacon yeah. of this country. Yeah. It a 20 point win in Florida. Yeah. Unheard of yeah. winning Miami-Dade County. I don't know that any Republican statewide's ever done <laughs> that in the history of the state. I mean, no. so you, know, you might you might have to go back to Eisenhower. <laughs> he's just the guy. His policies are strong. You know, he took on Disney in one. He was right on the lockdowns from the beginning. He's right on school choice, education, the took vaccine mandate, on the media. I mean, yeah, he's the but guy. The Disney
1: thing is absolutely noteworthy because usually Republicans
0: who go against corporate leftism, yeah. they, they usually are left in tatters. Right, and, and not DeSantis. And we need the guy who's going to be able to go yeah. against the corporations because they're they're filled yeah. with woke CRT bullshit, yeah. right? Florida passed bans on CRT, yeah right? That's the model that we need to bring yeah. nationally. And I really do think that we need a policy-centric guy, right? Yeah. The establishment will try to claim him as their own, uh, and he's not. He's not. He's not the establishment. And I've been hearing that from some of the most diehard uh, – Trumpies that are still on board with Trump, and and we're we were diehard Trumpies, right? Yeah. I still like Trump. You know that's something that's, that's like a, yeah. that's something that's being misconstrued I in the feel media. Feel like we're gonna have to stress that a lot. It's not like we still like him, right? But it's, it's okay. The, but the that's back being misconstrued in the media, yeah. right? Because the media is saying, "Oh, well, these Republicans are abandoning Trump." I don't view it as abandoning Trump, right? They okay, want to we, turn the page. How How long did have we? You know. Carried water for the guy. Yeah. Right? Oh How long have we defended him vociferously and I and I hate the phrase move on, like you said. It's yeah. not abandoning Trump. Yeah. It's just But there's nothing to defend him here regarding his past. I can't antics. defend this right and, now. And I mean, here's, there's nothing. There's no there's nothing. And let me give you more context. The second big part of this thing for me, after uh, digging into some of this, because we've talked about this previously on this show, yeah. how Trump was raising Hundreds of millions oh, I mean, of dollars. There was an
1: open secret that these PACs had. tens, a 100 million plus in the bank.
0: He, the Save America PAC, yeah. which was formed by Trump when he left office, right? Yeah. Raised hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Under the messaging that he was going to take that money and, quote, save America in the midterms, by supporting candidates who would, who would see the red wave through, yeah, right. Well, he raised a couple hundred million dollars, but then only spent about twenty of it. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's just. The me. rest
0: of it is sitting in cash on hand, right? Ready for. Or his was presence, spent yeah. on things that had nothing to do with getting those candidates uh, elected. Please don't tell me steak dinners. No, no. (laughs) I mean, he spent you know ten million dollars on, uh, the rallies. Okay. Well, yeah. Which okay. Yeah. Now I will say that you know I'm not sure that that's a great use because there's no real sign that those rallies actually contributed to rise in turnouts in those areas. But the rallies are the rallies. I understand that's not cheap. Okay. Yeah. But there's you know. $100 $100 million that he didn't spend on saving America. Yeah. If he had spent $100 million on ads in these swing districts, yeah. we could have another 20, 30 seats. I'm t- Blake Masters could have used some cash during the summer. Blake Masters, I mean, right? I mean, my God. Uh, and then uh, Dr. Oz. Yeah. We didn't even talk about Oz in the Senate. Uh, yeah. I, 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 that gives me so much odds. We got to save that for next week. The Fetterman thing. Oh, well, the fact the, that there's a vegetable the, that's going to be a U.S. Senator. A fucking retard in the Senate now. Okay, what,
1: what does that again? Now yeah. what was it say about? I don't know if that says more about the people of Pennsylvania or about the Republican Party. Right. Who couldn't beat a man
0: who is half brain dead? Yeah. It, that is that, it, disgraceful. And now, and now Trump didn't spend any money to help no, him. No, he didn't. He was his guy. He endorsed him, and I'm not saying that McCormick would have won the race necessarily or anyone else that was in that race. I mean, I was a Kathy Barnett guy. Everybody knows that. Oh, yeah, me too. But not to say that she would have won either. But the fact that he raised this money under these joint fundraising committees under the guise of Saving America, and he said, no, 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 don't give your money... To, to them, give your money to, to me because
1: I'll spend because
0: yeah. I will spend it better than the RNC yeah. or the NRCC. And I'm not saying they should have had the money either because they're fucking yeah. retarded, too. Yeah, it should go directly to the candidates, honestly, yeah. in, all, in all honesty. But that's that's you know, and I'm not saying it's like he's a crook or anything, but it's just unethical. Yeah, if and I was going to raise yeah, money yeah. under the guise of I am going to try to save America in the midterms. You better believe that not only am I going to not spend 10 million dollars on administrative costs and lawyers, okay, which we don't know what that was for either. It wasn't for the ballot counting process right now. Yeah. I would be spending every cent I could to help those candidates.
1: Yeah.
0: Buying ads in those districts. I mean in in a single congressional a, district, yeah. a million dollars of ads. A, oh that, that
1: that could be you that, that could mean victory right
0: there. 100%. It
1: is it is a very unwelcome throwback to when some of the Tea Party the the fraudulent Tea Party, yeah. you know, packs, we're just taking people's money. Yeah. And it's 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 not, you know, I know it's gonna happen again. This is this is the nature of politics, right? It finds every crack
0: and crevice for mm-hmm. corruption,
1: but it's just not
0: it makes me very yeah. mad. It's just from, like come on. From a guy who I supported so, you know, ardently. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's it's uh, it's very disappointing that this is how it's turned out. And I'm not saying that, you know, I dislike him. Like you said, we're going to have to say that a lot. Yeah. I, it's not that I dislike him. But there's there's melting but, evidence. I mean, you get back to—sorry, getting back to Pennsylvania,
1: you know, Trump endorsed Doug Mastriano, right? Yeah. There are four Trump counties, Berks, Cumberland, Luzerne, and Beaver. And I I went to college in Cumberland County. Mm-hmm. It is very Republican. Yeah. They split ticketed. They supported Josh Shapiro for governor. Oh, this is good. And then they pulled levers for Dr. Look what Oz. just came across oh, my Oh, my God. This Lord. should be good.
0: Okay. Oh, Lord. You want to read it? This is from Trump himself, a statement just released two minutes ago at 5.55 p.m. News Corp., which is Fox, the Wall Street Journal, and the no longer great New York Post, uh, is all in for Governor Ron DeSanctimonious. An average Republican governor with great public relations who didn't have to close up his state but did, unlike other Republican governors whose overall numbers for a Republican were just average, middle of the pack, including COVID—I don't know what that means—and who has the advantage of sunshine where the people from badly run states up north would go no matter who the governor was— just like I did. Oh, this is good. Oh, man. this is really good. Oh, man. Ron came to me in desperate shape in 2017. He was politically dead, losing in a landslide to a very good agriculture commissioner, Adam Putnam, who was loaded up with cash and great poll numbers. Ron had low approval, bad polls, and no money, but he said that if I would endorse him, he could win. I didn't know Adam, so I said, let's give it a shot, Ron. When I endorsed him, it was as though, to use a bad term, a nuclear weapon went off. Years later, they were the exact words that Adam Putnam used in describing Ron's endorsement. He said, I went from having it made with no competition to immediately getting absolutely clobbered after your endorsement. Then I got Ron by the star of the Democrat Party, Andrew Gillum, (laughs) who was later revealed to be a crackhead. (laughs) Okay, see, that's the part of Trump I like, that (laughs) last part. By having two massive rallies with tens of thousands of people at each one. I also fixed his campaign, which had completely fallen apart. I was all in for Ron, and he beat Gillum. But after the race, when votes were being stolen by the corrupt election process in Broward County, and Ron was going down 10,000 votes a day, along with now Senator Rick Scott, I sent in the FBI and the U.S. attorneys, and the ballot theft immediately ended, just prior to them running out of the votes necessary to win. I stopped his election from being stolen. And now, Ron DeSanctimonious is playing games. The fake news asks him if he's going to run if President Trump runs, and he says, I'm only focused on the governor's race. I'm not looking into the future. Well, in terms of loyalty and class, that's not really the right answer. This is just like 2015 and 2016, a media assault, collusion, exclamation point, when Fox News fought me till the end, until I won, and then they couldn't have been nicer or more supportive. The Wall Street Journal loved the low-energy Jeb Bush and a succession of other people as they rapidly disappeared from sight, finally falling in line with me after I easily knocked them out one by one. We're in exactly the same position now. They will keep coming after us. MAGA, but ultimately we will win. Put America first and make America great again. Oh, and then a big red button. Donate to save America. Yeah.
1: yeah. Again. Again. Lined up perfectly for what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean,
0: you, you cannot make this The up. only good part of that was when he called Andrew Bill yeah, yeah, McCrackhead. Right, which yeah, is true. Which is true. true. With, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, now, his recounting of the case of what happened in the 2018 governor's election is not false. That is true. However, first off, this nickname is terrible. From a guy who usually comes up with good nicknames, <laughs> this one is just terrible. Yeah, like, <laughs> what is he sanctimonious about? Uh, nothing. No, not, <laughs> not really. Um, and the COVID thing? What? Dude. Yeah. Ron DeSantis was way ahead of Trump on COVID. Yeah. Okay? But this is just an example it's the distractions we don't need. It's, it's just...
1: It's it's, it's it's just unnecessary. Like, what are you doing? It's really... I feel like bumper cars. We're hitting the guardrails all the time. We could go in a straight line. Like, I mean, come on. okay, well, to be fair, okay,
0: you knew this was going to happen. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. But the way he's going about this, I find to be distasteful, okay? It's not like... It's not like Ron DeSantis is out there saying bad things about Trump. No, he's not. He's not at all. No. It's not like back in 2016 where Jeb Bush and Rubio and Cruz and all them were saying terrible things about Trump, some of which at the time were true, right? (laughs) But – he at least had a reason to fire back with, yeah. you know, Little Marco and yeah. low-energy Jeb. <laughs> Your dad was involved in the Kennedy assassination. That was great. It was hilarious, right? But, like, here, first off, Ron is not coming after you right now. He hasn't even said he's going to run for president. Yeah. Just because he said he's focused on his governor's race, I'm not looking into the future. Yeah, it just shows he's threatened. He knows. He knows. There's okay. blood in the water. Yeah. And he knows that the people who were responsible For him, winning in 2016 and supporting him all those years, like us, are not feeling it right now. Come on. And then this, this is the total opposite of what he should be saying. Yeah. He should be saying, congratulations on a great victory. Yeah, great job, yeah. Ron. 20 points in yeah. Florida. Super impressive.
1: MAGA, right? you're keeping those principles strong in Florida, fighting yeah. it back against the liberal establishment, the fake news media who tried yeah. to tear you down. I love just like living I here. Did.
0: I love living here. Yeah. You know, if we're going to face off yeah. an election, so be Believe it. me, I would not be living in Florida
1: if it weren't for Ron DeSantis. Right.
0: Instead, he lives in Florida.
1: It's, you know... I mean, like, come, come on.
0: Man. Come on, Don. Jeez. It's just like... Y- y- this is you know. the
1: type of shit that can fuck us in Georgia during the runoff too. These these types. Yeah, of I mean, I don't shit. think we're gonna
0: win the runoff anyway. I don't think we have a fucking hope in hell. The only, the only, <laughs> the only uh, reason we may have hope there is because they don't get six fucking years to do their early voting schemes. It's a tightened timeline. Yeah. The, the elections on December sixth. We can talk about that next week though. We should talk about that. Yeah, we'll have how, a lot how, of time. Like, you talk know, about that.
1: everyone like sorry, you cannot like what the fuck is is going on here with these early voting timelines. But I'll
0: tell you for you him know, a
1: to, week or two, okay. But like five weeks, what the fuck is going for on? For him
0: here? to send that out is a sign. Yeah, he's worried. He's man. very worried. He's worried. He feels himself bleeding here. Yeah. Well, we. And, I mean,
1: we've talked about this before. That DeSantis has the charisma, the you know, the political chops to raise money, and carries a, a healthy portion of the base. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Find me one political operative who wouldn't want to you know work for Ron DeSantis right now. Should Wait, he run? That's right? what I would love to a, know. That's, that's what I'm saying. That, that's
0: actually one of you the know? reasons that I think that Trump is very weak. Who the fuck's gonna go work for him? Yeah. I, you, 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 look, look at! Look at what happened to everyone who's worked with him. Jail,
1: federal, federal investigations. <laughs> J- you got yeah. fucking DAs yeah. out of the ass coming out of these people, now, bankrupting. Now, be fair. All bullshit.
0: She'll I get it, but
1: even bullshit costs all money.
0: All bullshit. Legal but fees. But they're gonna go the same thing after yeah. DeSantis. Yeah. They're gonna do the same thing after DeSantis. But I think DeSantis has a lot less to go after. Oh right, yeah,
1: yeah. There was there was no foundation. There was no. And
0: I think no. that DeSantis has a very very great team around him now. Yeah. That could be a great team. To run for president. Who's going to run Trump's campaign? Right? Who is going to be his press secretary, his communications director? Right? Jared? How'd that go last time? Yeah. Brad Parscale? He went fucking nuts. Yeah, didn't he? There was domestic
1: violence incident with him. Yeah, he he went nuts. I mean, really. And Jared Kushner you know, is the one who who who
0: advised Trump what to spend enormous amount time there. on
1: criminal justice reform that got us nowhere.
0: What he well he put right? violent criminals back on the yeah. street, mind you. What he just put out there is only going to make things worse for him, and it goes back to the point that he's digging his own grave. Yeah. And it could it could be the point where he can't get out of it now. I think he just pushed I mean, another
1: are, another group of people. Yeah. Away, he just went down. You know about how you
0: know out the wall just got
1: ten feet higher. Yeah,
0: the hole just got twenty feet. Deep. And listen, people who know me personally know I am a double and triple down kind of guy, but there comes a point where you have to realize, okay, maybe we need to tweak the message a little bit. Yeah. Just a little, yeah. like it's fine to say, if if DeSantis is going to be my primary opponent, then I'll take him on, but you should take him on honorably. Yeah. You know, there's nothing that DeSantis has done. I guess in his opinion, he thinks that he backstabbed him. But he should know, Trump, you had your chance at a second term. And yes, it may have been stolen. But that doesn't mean you're automatically guaranteed a third. Yeah. And uh, I think that he's making a grave miscalculation here on the, the – because, you know, and Kurt, he said the same thing. He's a big Trump guy, but you still had to earn back our support. Not really earn it back, but earn the trust to warrant it fully. Nothing he's doing here will uh, will make that any better. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be what nasty. A, what, a sh- what a shit show. It's going to be really nasty. What a shit show. Um, and it didn't have to be this way. But now, you I know will what? say that I think a vibrant— a vibrant primary on our side could be good while Biden gets older and sits in his basement and does nothing because he's he's not going to be able to basement campaign like he did during COVID, regardless of who the yeah, candidate but is. but I but y- y- I agree. But if our
1: side, so- it's it, it, the advantage is him. He can I watch. He can watch us tear each other apart, mm-hmm. and then our side is so bloodied and beaten and weakened going into the general that he maybe, could literally maybe, skate by maybe, on, his, th- on his wheelchair. But
0: we also thought that in twenty sixteen, right when oh, there were sixteen of us, and we just just and then we yeah. we bloodied the shit of oh, each man, other. It, but, that,
1: that was a. I think people don't realize how brutal that primary but, was.
0: But and Hillary skated by on the on the backs of the super delegates, yeah. and she was unprepared. When it came time for the general election. Yeah. That same thing could happen again. And I also think Biden could be primaried by a progressive. Miss um,
1: AOC maybe?
0: Yeah. The progressive groups are out for blood there for sure. Yeah. They don't really like that. Um, there's a lot here. There, There's a lot that's going to happen. Who knows what the future holds? 24 is going to be a mess. Uh, and it's kicked off already. We're still sitting here counting votes, which is ridiculous. We got I mean, what the tr- fuck Trump going off half cocked
1: against Desantis. We got it just, it's just you know, it's and
0: just I I do I worry a little bit for Desantis because uh, if if Trump announces on Tuesday, that gives Trump a head start. When is Desantis going to announce? Is he going to run? Yeah. Right. Is Is Desantis now sitting there saying? Hmm. Maybe I should sit back. And continue being the governor of Florida until twenty twenty six. I mean, that's the trap right there. <laughs>
1: him, him announcing would make it look like he's responding to all these ridiculous statements.
0: Sure, but is taking he, the is, bait. I mean, does he just sit back and not run? I, does he just sit back an and not run?
1: He has the benefit yeah. of time on his on his side regarding age. He's a young guy.
0: You know, he could. He, sure. You know. Sure. Remember, mm-hmm. we we said that about Chris Christie too. Um, wow. now I don't yeah. think he's the same, but yeah. that is, that yeah. is a concern. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just hope to God that DeSantis runs. Um, maybe he, maybe he doesn't. And then we're really fucked. But, uh, <laughs> cause as we've seen, as we've seen here, <laughs> yeah. uh, Trump, I don't think can be trusted to run. A strong yeah. presidential campaign at this point, yeah, especially with the uh, C Squad operative class in the uh, in the
1: ranks. Yeah, I uh, I mean I think you're right. No, I mean who? No one wants this. You it's you know in terms of hiring. You know, you know top, and it's a shame because
0: I love the guy. Like you said, I think it's sad. Yeah. I think I'm kind of sad about this, yeah. but it's like, it's it's just you know I feel like we have to try to save the country, right? Save America, save pack. America. Right. We have to save the country. And, and this guy might not be the, the right one to do it now anymore. If we lose another election, oh my god, Dude, it's dumb. done. Oh my god, it's done. Another four years of Biden, my it's god, it's done. It's all. I mean, it's already mostly done. Yeah. The only hope is to win in twenty four, and the other part into my calculation. of This is we need someone who could go for two terms. Yeah, Trump so can go for yeah to reverse this. It's gonna need at least two fucking terms. nightmare. Yeah. You're gonna need two terms, if not more. Yeah, and somebody that can sweep in a fucking massive wave into Congress. Yeah. Right. Um, Trump. But you know but the the, the the establishment argument is that well yeah Trump won in sixteen perhaps on a fluke. I don't know if that's necessarily oh, no, that's a fluke. Necessarily a fluke. Yeah. But the point that they make is he got drubbed in eighteen in the House, right? The Senate we won still, but that was because of the Kavanaugh thing. Yeah. Okay, that wasn't because of him specifically. And also um,
1: that's just the historical trend.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's only been one
1: midterm where the party in power gained seats and that was in 02 because that was off well, the am no, no, no. of saying 11 the 9-11 attacks.
0: The rebuttal to the him getting drubbed in 18 is we picked up two Senate seats. Yeah. But that was just because of Kavanaugh. Still got killed in the House.
1: Yeah, killed bad. in the House. Yeah,
0: that's bad. 2020. Well, that's because a lot of his voters voted for Democrats. Remember that? Yeah. 2020, which was retarded. Yeah. 2020 stolen election, but nonetheless, here we sit. Okay. You could, we could debate it all day. We, we all de- basically agree on this, but like, that's, you know, nothing yeah. happened. Okay. Now, if the Chinese virus hadn't come, then who knows what would have happened? We probably would have won. but... Oh, I think Trump would
1: have won in a landslide it's, if yeah. not for COVID. There's but, no
0: way. They kind of would have been booming, man. You know, it's, uh, this is what happens. This is yeah. the reality of the situation, right? I think. That is also part of what I worry about is that his recent communications, that one, the one posted on Tuesday night about a great evening, the one posted yesterday about him getting more votes than DeSantis in Florida, it, it reflects his failure to grasp the reality of where we sit currently. And it's just not a good sign. It really isn't a good sign. So, on that cheerful note, that being said, uh, Lord have mercy, this is going to get bloody and very quick. Um, we're going to have a lot to talk about here. Um, you know, uh, I would love to hear from the audience. What are you thinking? Yeah. Um, I could tell you that if you, uh, we, we regularly read the comment section of uh, Town Hall and I can tell you that the audience at Town Hall is where we are. Uh, they like Trump. They love Trump. Yeah. Hoped for four more years in 20. We, until this week, we're hoping for four more years, followed by DeSantis. But that we uh, realize gone. now yeah. that, you know, th- this is just not, I don't think, going to work out. Um, our friend Steve emailed in the same thing. Um, you know, DeSantis can probably bring us what we need. It's the momentum and leadership we need is what uh, Steve said. And I couldn't agree more. So maybe you disagree with us. Maybe you're still riding with Trump and I don't fault you for it. I'm just, I'm just giving you our opinion. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's what we do here on this podcast. And, uh, so email us triggered at townhall.com. Tell us what you're thinking. Tell us if we're totally off base, if you think we're just, you know, establishment media hacks that are uh, colluding, and I guarantee you we're not colluding with Fox News because we've trashed Fox News many a time on this podcast. Let us know what you think. Um, so, on that note, uh, we love all of you. It is VIP week. I want to take a second to realize, recognize all of our VIP members. It has been a long week. We've been working hard to bring you the coverage that you want at townhall.com. Um, and we will continue to bring the coverage of this vote count and trying to keep an eye on these shenanigans that they may have going out there. Um, but those of you who are VIPs, we love you. Those who listen to the podcast day in and day out, we love you. Um, if you want to join VIP and you haven't yet, we do have our VIP Week promotion going on. It is promo code VIP week, 45% off at townhallvip.com. Uh, we would love to have you with us. For this ride into the 24 cycle, even though we haven't finished the counting of 22, here we are in the 2024 cycle. We're going to have a lot to talk about over the next few weeks. we got the Georgia runoff coming up. We're going to dive in-depth on that on Tuesday. I'm sure it's going to be a uh, very hectic weekend with communications coming out from uh, Trump ahead of his announcement on Tuesday, which, of course, we will talk plenty about on that episode and uh, we will have full coverage for you at townhall.com. You can check out the full results there of everything that's uh, pending. Our uh, our friend Lauren Boebert took the lead for the first time. Yeah, but she's only up by like, I think, what,
1: 387 votes? But that's better
0: than the 10,000 she was down yeah, a couple days yeah. ago. Um. So hopefully she will survive. We have full results at townhall.com, full coverage all weekend. Uh, and, yeah, I think that's it for today. So... Uh we love all of you. Again, email us your thoughts on Trump versus DeSantis 2024. Uh, email us triggered at townhall.com. We want to hear from our audience on what you think. Um but I could tell you that basically everyone I've talked to is kind of in the same boat as us right now. Yeah. Um and you know, we're we're going to go from there. So, we're trying to get some rest this weekend. Um shout out to all of our veterans. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. Yes. We wouldn't be here doing this podcast Without your service, uh, much braver uh, men and women than sure. we are. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We love all of you. Um, and on that note, we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. See ya.